I think it's just my angle. I don't know. Sometimes I think, well, it's very interesting because if you look at your like side profile, like if you take a picture of your side profile on each side, it looks like two totally different people. For everybody? For most people. Some people's worse, some people's better, but <clears throat> sometimes my jaw just kind of takes a vacation to Ibiza and I have nowhere to find her. This side's definitely thicker. I have a thicker right jowl. Like, you know those dogs who have the flappy mouths on the side? That's like me on my right. I think maybe I just chew on my left side and so it's stronger, more defined. It's... I don't feel comfortable. Are you sure it's good to have the cameras flipped so that you can see it? I know yes. you like to see it. Like in the yeah, what else am I going to look at? Just the lens? Yeah, you look no, at the, I'm not going to look at the just the lens the whole time. I have to know that I'm here or else I'll dissociate. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm so vain. Maybe my narcissism comes from a place of just like some trauma. Isn't it crazy that that's like become people's personalities? I feel like it's just very acceptable. Well, not that I'm, I mean, I'm probably... I probably do have some trauma from my childhood, but it's just crazy that everyone just talks about it now. Everyone's just like, trauma, trauma, PTSD in the house. We just all have it and we all talk about it. But maybe it is like some weird thing. Like the reason why I stare at myself so much is to like make sure that I'm still alive. Alive. Like that I'm still, like my physical body is where I'm at. I don't think that's what it is, but I think sometimes I just like to overanalyze things. And, like, really get into things that don't need overanalyzing. Don't we all? It's bad. I really get, like, too too into stuff where I'm like, did I just create a trauma that I never even had? Do you think about death a lot? Um, it, it, like, comes and goes in waves. There's moments where I'm like, oh, my God, I seriously... I look like I'm packing heat right now. The, like, curvature of these jeans is very, like thick damn this is not a good angle for me Ugh, whatever you know what i did my makeup for you guys leave my body alone it's just me i'm just staring at myself i just need like this moment to just get settled in okay so <sighs> but yeah i i when my aunt passed away i was thinking about death a lot because when it's like kind of close to you you're like Especially when it happens like naturally, like if you have cancer or something or you get diagnosed with something where you know that you will die sooner than expected, then you have like moments to prepare, I guess. But when someone dies peacefully in their sleep, that's like, oh, now I can't even just go to bed. Like, you know, like even sleeping is dangerous. Like, I think that kind of fucked me up that week and kind of continuing. But I don't know. I don't think about it too much. I, sometimes I'll like kind of go like really deep and being like, what happens after? Like, is this a simulation? And, you know, I go into the Sims universe next. Like, I don't know. I don't care too much about what happens after. It's like, I don't know. It would just, I think, I think it's hard when you're, you know, when you start, I think a lot of times when I do kind of reel on the idea of dying, it's like when I don't feel like I've accomplished enough or I don't feel like I've achieved a goal that I've wanted to. And then I'm like, oh, well, if I were to die, why are we talking about death again, Anthony? Why did you bring it know. to this? I don't know. I was oh just my curious. God. Well, no, I don't think about it a lot until I start recording the podcast. And I'm just like, what if I die? <laughs> Simulation hmm. theory fucks me up, though. Yeah, I don't care too much to look into it yet. It just seems like a lot of work for me to do. And I'm not really prepared to take that leap into alternate realities. But, I mean, there's probably some weird stuff happening for sure. When I, I remember when I was really little, I started thinking about stuff like... Like, I used to think when I was young, and this is what I think makes me smart, because I don't think kids 
Well, actually, that's probably not true. I'm sure kids are also thinking about death. But when I was little, I thought, oh, what if when we're dreaming, that's a different reality? So when our brains are shutting off, it like we enter a different phase of our reality that we just aren't like super present for. Um, and that's that's what I was doing in elementary school. Just thinking about that. Just some light stuff. I was really depressed when I was little. I was like super emo. I was like emo baby. Really? Yeah, I was like really depressed. Not really depressed, but I think I just like didn't know how to react to things that upset me. Like I didn't have any like coping mechanisms. Like I remembered, um, I remembered I got really upset over something. Obviously, I don't remember what it is now because it's not that big of a deal. But I went into my bedroom, I slammed the door shut, and I laid off the side of my bed so my head would hang down because I thought that all the blood would rush into my head and I would die. But I don't think I wanted to die, you know? Like, I still hadn't gone to the Hillary Duff concert at this point. So there was a lot to look forward to. But I would, like, I just don't think I knew how to say how I felt. And I was also, like, this... Like, I looked like Jane Lynch as a child. Like, I wore tracksuits only. Like, I wore matching sweats and zip-up hoodies. And, um, and I looked like a little baby Jane Lynch. And definitely a tomboy. But, um... My sisters would make fun of me. Have I told this before? My sisters would always call me a lesbian. I think I have talked about this a little bit. But they would always call me a lesbian. And, like, I don't think that they thought... I don't think they... Well, they were in high school. And the F word was very popular when they were in high school. You know what I'm talking... Not fuck. Shut up, Anthony. Don't take me down this path. But I think it was a different time, okay? They're older than me, much older than me. So much older than me. It's disgusting. They're practically, you know, grandparents. But, um, yeah, they would call me a lesbian when I was little. And here's the thing. I was in a couple suspicious activities that led them to believe this. I had a creepy neighbor from New Zealand who was my age. I was like maybe, I don't know how old I was. I would say like five or six. And this neighbor, she had stamps made that had her name on them and she put it all over my body, like all over my body. It was a weird sleepover. But you know when you're young and you're like figuring out your body and you have sleepovers and then you're like, well, I want to see what your body looks like you know horny children sleepovers it was one of those situations but she was definitely you know the ringleader of that one and i went along with it because what are you gonna do when you're six you're like i want to i want to see what stamps look like all over my body too and it's not like her parent like her parents didn't know you know i imagine if her parents walked in they would have stopped it but this was like late night well i guess we were probably older because yeah six is so young No, I was six because when I started making prank phone calls on the radio, I was seven. And I'm pretty sure this happened before that. I forgot you did that. I know. I mean, I didn't forget, but you just said that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I was six and we were having a sleepover. We were in our own room. That's the only thing that I'm having a hard time believing my own story is that do six-year-olds... Yeah, six-year-olds have their own room. Yeah, you have your own room by like three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that checks out. I just want to make sure that the story is accurate. If you're like a rich white person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't. I mean, okay, Anthony, don't bring class into this. But yeah, she had. She was from New Zealand. We had our own room. Her name was Leah. I wonder what she's up to now. Leah from New Zealand. She might have been adopted. Who knows? She was just a neighbor. But I came home the next morning, like somewhat traumatized from this, but also like not really that traumatized, but. It was definitely weird. And my sisters had to give me a bath. My mom was like, Brittany, Courtney, give your sister a bath. And so I like, like take off my clothes because I'm so embarrassed because the stick, the stamps are everywhere. You know, it's everywhere. And I'm just like so ashamed and embarrassed. And then they're like, oh, my God, you're a lesbian. You're a lesbian. I'm like six. I don't really know what that means. But they, the way that they were saying it made it sound like it was bad, you know? And I was like, well, I don't want to... I want my sisters to like me. They're the coolest people I know. And if they're making it sound like being a lesbian is bad, then I don't want to... You know, I don't want to be that. But I was pretty gay as a kid, you know? I was pretty... 
pretty gay. And they made fun of me. And this sounds bad. My sisters are not like anti-gay by any means. This was just like, you know, high school, middle school. Or no, if I was six, they were, yeah, 11 and 13. So, you know, saying inappropriate things was very popular at that age, you know. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I just know that they're going to be mad if I say that and like make it sound like it wasn't a big deal. They've since apologized for it. I bring it up often. I will never let them forget their abuse towards me. Um, but yeah, and then I had, you know how like you have sideburns like as a woman, you know how you just have like not sideburns like Elvis Presley, but like, yeah. you know, you have like hair that's on your side. You have little girl sideburns. Right. So I had those and they were like, Allie, like, I can't believe you have sideburns. Like, that's like such a lesbian thing. I don't they I don't think they even knew what being a lesbian was based on the examples they were giving me mm-hmm. of what I was doing. I could have been like I'm eating girls pussies and they'd be like, "Oh, I don't think you're a lesbian." Like I don't think they even knew what it meant, but they were like they were like, "Oh my god, you have sideburns? Like you're such a lesbian." And I was like, like, I couldn't tell if they were being mean to me or not. So I was like, I have to shave my sideburns. So I was like, I don't know how old I was, maybe seven at this point. And I literally used one of their razors and I shaved the part, like this part of my sideburn. And then I really did look like a butch lesbian. I like turned into what I was being made fun of for. But anyway. Yeah, kids are so weird. Did you do any horny kid stuff? Everyone did. You can't say no. Everyone did. With the cousin. I honest to God did not. With the neighbor. I I didn't even know what the word I knew I knew what the word jacking off meant before I knew what masturbation went meant. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what masturbation meant until like seventh grade. Whoa, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well I yeah, I guess the neighborhood I grew up in was just a lot of horny children around and that kind of rubbed off on me. Cause that wasn't the only experience. I had another uh horny child baby experience, which I've since found out. Luckily I haven't like, you know, internalized it and like been I don't know, scarred by it. I was just kind of like, okay, like this is weird, but It's not going to ruin my life. I just, like, didn't know what to think of it. I'm like, was that a bad thing? Was that just, like, kids being kids type of thing? And then, yeah, I started to... I just feel like I talk to people about stuff, like, you know, openly. So the more that I openly talked about that, the more that my friends were like, oh, yeah, like, me and my cousin would, like, hide in the closet at, like, family dinners or whatever. So it's pretty normal. So if anyone's feeling shameful about their horny child hookups it happens to most of us except for anthony who apparently wasn't fuckable by people his age at six years old or whatever no i really didn't have anything like that that's crazy no cousins i mean i have cousins but they i mean i've i heard about stuff that they did oh okay so your cousins were getting it yeah i don't know i i i always just wonder like, if Leah were to be out there, New Zealand Leah, and say we, like, reconnected. Say she found me on Instagram, totally unrelated. She's like, oh, my God, you used to be my neighbor. Is that something I bring up or just let go? I think you have to let that go. For sure, let it go. Because they probably don't want to hear about it. They pro- they either... Here, there's two options. They either remember it and they're also, like, about it. Uh-huh. Or they don't remember it. And me being like, hey, remember when you put stamps with your name all over my body? They'd be like, I don't want to go back there i was six what do you want me to do you know so anyway yeah that was my childhood when i was like 14 me and my friend matt were swimming and he just like we were underwater like doing flips and shit like everyone does and he just like out of nowhere pulled down his pants like under the water like went pulled down his pants and then pulled them up and then we both came up and he was like ha 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 i got you and i was like okay anthony i have to be honest that story was not even close to as good as mine I'm not trying to. You're talk telling to me that your friend flashed you in he the pool me with his dick, and you yeah. think that that's a, uh, I don't okay. Think that's a good story. I'm just saying that's the only thing that is. Ever yeah. Happened. And then I yeah, left that right is... after that with my Star Wars toys. Hmm. 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, maybe I just put out an energy that was kind of like, you know, the energy that I put out to this day. That's just, you know, come, come hang. I'm a good time. You know, let's see. Let's see what we've got. Yeah, because, well, hmm. I'm holding back, but I think it's probably for the best at this moment. But yeah, I just I just have these memories of things, you know, from when I was a wee lad and it's just funny to, like talking to other people who have similar experiences because well, anyway, the point is, why did I bring that how did I even get there? I was talking about my sisters Oh yeah, they just kept calling me a lesbian and I was like, little do you know, I've already hooked up with this girl. You hooked up with the, the girl when you were a kid? Not um not Leah, but another girl How who I used to have sleepovers with. We shared a bed and she she How old were you? Um like 6, yeah. Really? 6 was I guess my peak. I think that was when I was in my prime. I feel like I'm your therapist right now. Yeah, no, I've already worked this through it's um i you know here's the thing is that when this happened it was the girl who like made the moves like i was super like confused by what was happening um but i didn't like hate it so i was like okay we're friends like this is chill but it makes me feel like sad for her because i'm like how does she know what she's doing and that's like a whole other thing that i don't want to get into but that was like the thing that i was just like man i just like hopefully she was just like you know curious or whatever but part of me is like maybe there was you know something dark happening in her life that caused her to like incite that relationship but we're still good we're still like friends to this day I'm not like super tight with her or anything, but we're we're like you know we'll we'll chat every now and again on IG. I just want to be like it's fine. I don't know if you remember, but like it's all good between us. I told that to my sister. I told that to my sister this weekend. Like she had no idea, but she like knows who this person is. So I was like, oh yeah, when I was like little, you know, we used to like hook up, you know. And she was like, she felt really bad for me. Can I ask what is hooking up for a six-year-old? With I don't girl? want to like. I'm not asking for like to go into detail yeah. about what six-year-old hooking you up. You know, just me. like, just, um, it's like, not, just like mouth stuff. Well, yeah. Okay, you know, just figuring, th- figuring out places with your mouth, you know, but it wasn't like, it's not like, like 50 shades of gray, you totally. know, it's just like. It's, I don't know how to just, I mean, it was so long ago that part of me, like, is like, okay, I don't want to, like, embellish too much because maybe, like, I've created more of a narrative throughout the years of, like, retelling the story, but, oh, I told my sister and she, like, felt bad for me and I was like, no, like, don't feel bad. I wasn't telling you to be like, oh my gosh, poor me. I was just, I think low key, I was kind of hoping that she would have a similar story and then we could like, she didn't. didn't, Yeah. (laughs) She was just like, hmm. I was like, okay, well, (laughs) sorry, your childhood was boring. You prude baby, prude child. But yeah, I feel like it's, you know, I like being able, I mean, I, I don't know if I like it, but I'm glad that I'm able to like, Share that because I'm sure that there's other people for sure. Totally. With that. Yeah. Not you, but not me, other not your people. sister, but definitely other people. Maybe my other sister, she listens to the pod. Maybe she'll be like, that happened to me. We'll find out. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I'm fine from that. It's not something that like I feel like there's other things like probably seeing my mom and dad fight when I was little. Like that's something that like sticks with me in a way where I'm like, that's sad. Mm-hmm. This not so much. I think it was just confusing the older I got yeah. where I was just like confused with the situation. Mm-hmm. But um, like, what was that? I don't know what that is, but yeah, I'm just like, how, how did she know? Just like, how did she know? like to do that or like why was she interested in doing that but at the same time it's like when you're young 
and you have a body, you're just like, I want to know what other people's bodies are like and yeah. whatever. It's been really innocent. Yeah, but then because my sisters kept calling me a lesbian, I was like, maybe they know what I did. Like, maybe it's wrong. And so I think it was just confusing in that way of like, am I a lesbian? Like, is that what makes you a lesbian is having like a relationship with a woman, you know, before you can really be aware of what I even think when I lost my virginity, like at 16, that I was too young. Like, I don't even think, like, I think I could have appreciated sex more if I had had a better understanding of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't regret it, but I think, like, just in everything in hindsight, you can kind of see how it could have been different or whatever. Didn't you have a sort of, like, boring story about how you lost your virginity? Yeah, it was super boring. I, um, did I already talk about it, though? I think so. Yeah, I just... I pretty much forced this guy, Blake, um, into being my boyfriend over Facebook because I was friends with his stepbrother, Ryan, Mm -hmm. and I would go over to Ryan's house when Ryan was at his dad's, and sometimes his stepbrother would be over, and I thought he was so cute, and I never talked to him, but I found him on Facebook, and I just started messaging him, and then I was like, you should be my boyfriend, and he was like, okay, and um yeah and then we dated for like nine months or maybe a year no i think it was nine months because i remember thinking oh i could have had a baby at this point and then i was like okay now we can bone and so we did it at his dad's house and when the family was home i think like his dad was there his stepbrother and we just had to like do it quietly and on a futon bed It wasn't exciting. It's like not, but it was, it's fun when you're in high school because you're not supposed to be and like you don't have your own space to do so. So like we would just have to take my Jeep Grand Cherokee to the park all the time and like bone in the backseat. And that was kind of fun, but he was a tall, he was a tall guy. So it probably wasn't very comfortable and it's hard to control, you know, your movements in a Jeep Grand Cherokee 2006. Don't want to brag. It was a great car. But I hope he's doing well. I haven't talked about him in a while on the pod. Wow. Breakthrough. (laughs) I think it's just like when you don't talk to someone, there's just part of you that's like, I want to know everything about this part. Like 100%. Yeah. Like if me and him were like following each other on social media, I think I think I wouldn't think about him as often as I do. Not that I think, not that I I don't want to get back together with him. I do want to know what it would be like to hook up with him. Just like, because we've probably had, we've probably grown sexually. Mm -hmm. So it'd be fun to go back to that, you know, just revisit the old flame. Mm -hmm. But his friend hit me up on Instagram. That was nice. But I'm like, I just want to like fall. Like it was such a, it was such like a, a special, I guess. But it was so much of my high school life that, like, I mean, I was the one who was like, I can't follow you on anything because this is going to be too hard. And I stand by that. I think it would have been hard to break up if we had still been, like, following each other on social media. Mm -hmm. But I think at this point, just let me in, Blake. (laughs) I sound psycho. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah, so anyways, my sisters are evil, but I love them so much. I'm so glad that I have two older sisters, and you know what? I'm glad that I had the experience of them being older than me because it kind of gave me room to be my own person, even though it was hard for me in the moment, feeling left out all the time and like not really as close. I think the older I get, the more appreciative I am of that space between us. I think it would have been too much if we were all super close in age. Because you know how when you have three friends together, it's like you and two other people, there's always one person who like ends up like hating one of you because it's just like, it's just a difficult dynamic with three people. Sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, just sometimes it can be hard. If you go to Disneyland with your two gal pals, one person's in the solo lane. And after a while, that starts to wear on you in a way that you can't explain, you know? So (laughs) 
it's I'm glad that I had that space because now that we're all adults, I get to have kind of this new relationship with them where I don't really feel as left out and I can kind of like be my own person, but still be close to them in the sense of being a blood relative. Do you know what I mean? But it was my sister's bachelorette party this weekend and I'm like, it was, it was long, you know, it's, it's long. It was hot, but it was so fun. I'm just like exhausted. There's when you have to be up all day, you feel it, you know, you don't even have to do much, but when you know, you have to like stay up all day. You're just, my brain doesn't work like that. And I get, I get like super excited about things. Like I'm very, like, I want things to go a certain way. Even if it's not my bachelorette party, like I want my sister to like enjoy everything and have it all be like really fun and cute and nice. And like, um, not that I was like doing much, but like just in terms of like the schedule, like making sure that everyone was doing things when we were supposed to do them. Like, I don't think that I like express that a lot, but you can tell in my eyes, like I'll start to like laser beam someone to be like, stop telling that story. She like my sister's <laughs> telling a story. Like I, I get very like, you're not having this conversation how I want you to, you know? Um, but it was so fun because we got to fly private from Long Beach airport into Arizona. And I got to sit with the captain, Captain Mike. Um, and I asked him the question. I talked about it on here before. Um, I was like, I've met a lot of pilots and they all say that they're afraid of heights. Are you afraid of heights? And he said, yes. Did I, I talked about that on here? I don't think so. Yeah, I was at the comedy store one night and there was a pilot there and he was saying how he's afraid of heights. And he was like, yeah, actually a lot of pilots are, but they like being in control. And that's why they like flying. But uh, also, that makes sense. But also, when they say they're afraid of heights, they're not talking about like being like in the air. They're talking about like being on the edge of like a mountain or something. Right. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. I think, yeah. And he was also saying, the pilot at the comedy store, he was saying like, you never want something to go bad. Like, you never want, you know, something scary to happen when you're flying. But you do want to be... The, like, if something were to go down, like, every pilot wants to be the Sully of totally, their yeah. plane. So, we didn't go down. We had no Sully moments. So, God bless. It was really cool. Pretty much all the... I mean, I don't want to say that. But pretty much all a pilot has to do is the takeoff and the landing. Everything else is like GPS coordinates. Like, like this dude's just kicking back, playing poker, smoking a cigar. Like, you don't really... As, as long as you know what you have to do in case you have to do something, that's all you got to do. Besides that, you're just kicking it. He was texting. I'm like, do you even have service up here? What's going on? <laughs> it was so cool being in the front. And um, yeah, some guy like... Some guy posted a... I mean, obviously, I know it's annoying to post a picture of me getting onto a private jet. Obviously, that's annoying. I don't want to see it from other people. I don't... You know, unless it's me doing it, it's annoying. <laughs> so, I get it. But, like, when... It, I don't know if that's going to happen again in the near future. So, like, of course, I'm going to post that picture of me. So I posted it. Some guy was like, I hate rich people. You're you're just a bunch of yuppies. I hope you die, cunt. He literally said that. And he in said uh in a direct message, oh. he said, um, eat the rich, uh, die cunt. And was it Tim Dillon? <laughs> no, Tim wishes he was on a private jet. Shady. But it's so funny. I'm like, I'm not I'm not rich. Like, all you have to do is just find someone who has money for a private jet and be friends with them. You know, be invited to things. Stop telling people to die, cunt, because maybe you're putting out an energy that makes people not want to take you on a private jet. You know, so I was living my best life, reading hate comments uh, 30,000 feet above air. Um, so I didn't die. I'm still here, baby. I can't wait till I go on another private jet. And if I go on one again, I'm really going to play into it. I'm really going to like lean into it. Yeah, it's going to it's going to. Yeah, I'm not I'm not holding back anymore. If I'm doing lavish, glamorous things, you're going to know about it. So we did that. We flew in. It's so nice because you don't have to do anything. 
Do you want to bring a 12-gallon jug of any beverage? Sure, bring it on the plane. They don't give a fuck. You don't go through any security. No one checked my ID. No one checked my bags. Your girl could have been packing some AKs. And I, you know, nothing. Easy breezy. So sick. You just go in. They had an aquarium in the mini little airport. And then you're up in the air. You're down. We went to Arizona. It was literally 116 degrees. 116 degrees. So hot. Oh, and then my sister was like, my sister was like, do you think people are going to like think that we're being irresponsible, like traveling during the pandemic? I'm like, girl, we are on a private jet. This is Fauci approved. What else do you want, you know? And we all got tested before. Anyway, it was very safe. We stayed at this Airbnb. It was beautiful. It was 116 degrees outside. So we stayed inside, went in the pool. It was so hot. And I realized I was like texting my friends being like, yeah, it's crazy. It's 118 degrees here. And then I was like, wait, that's, I was like, no, it's not. It's 116. Like, I don't want to lie to my friends. And I'm like, Anything over 102 is like, it might as well be 200 degrees. Like, it doesn't matter if you add two degrees hotter or colder. It's hot as fuck. The point has been made. Um, so we went in the pool. I took my top off a lot. Um, just to let the, just to let my sister's friends know what's up, you know, let them know. I'm not, you know, I'm the youngest here, but these bad boys. Were you the only one doing that? No, 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 no. But I definitely, I think I got the party started on that one. Um, But yeah, every, luckily it's so cool. Like my sister's friends, she's known them for so long and they're all so close to her that like I know all of them. So it wasn't weird for me. I wasn't like, hey, what, like, what's your, what's your deal? Where are you from? Like, I pretty much know all of her friends and all of her friends are friends. So there was no like awkward moments where people are just like, what do you do for work? Everyone was just naked, twerking. We had an obstacle course in the backyard. We did like a slip and slide where we had to chug. Uh, I was the only one who didn't drink. Um, so no one made it weird. It was very chill. I didn't feel weird. I just did LaCroix instead of White Claws. I had those like Heineken double zero beers. I think I drank like two of them. But um, we did this obstacle course where we had to do a slip and slide, grab like a white claw, white claw for me. It was LaCroix. Chug that, run over to the pool, jump on this like big inflatable lobster and we had to straddle it and swim to the other side of the pool. Then we had to touch the end and then go up and drink more white claw slash LaCroix out of a red cup and then do flip cup. And we all timed each other. Me and my sisters came in last. We're, we're the <laughs> least athletic family. We I thought that I killed it. I was like, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, Allie, like it's crazy. You're the thickest one here, but you're so, you know, quick <laughs> and I'm just thick and slow. There's nothing. Me and my sisters literally all came in last. All came in last, but... um. Yeah, that was fun. Then we went out to we had we went out of the house twice. That was the only interaction with the outside world we had. Um, we had dinner at this steakhouse in a private room, and the fucking server wore his mask around his mouth and like chin, like not around his nose, and moments uh. not even around his mouth. And we're like, bro, we're at this restaurant in a private room for a reason. Put it over your face. And my sister had the combo with him. She was like, hey, like, you know, some of us are worried. Like, this is why we got the private room and everything. Like, if you could just cover up, that would be great. He comes back. He moved it from his chin to over his mouth. Nose still exposed. He's like, I only did that so you guys can hear. It's like, we can hear just fine. So, anyway, not shame on you, Tommy. <laughs> he was good. But it's like, if someone tells you to wear your mask and you're working at a restaurant, wear your mask. Unless the table's like, don't wear your mask, then, you know, take your chances. Whew. It was so good, though. And then we um, we danced in the private room because it was, like, completely closed off. And they had blinds. You can open it up to the restaurant and everyone can see you. So we were, like, kind of putting on a show for some of the people and just having, like, a sexy little dance party in there. What else happened? We did the same thing at the other restaurant we were at. We had a private room. But this server, I think his name was like Joey. Yes, it was. Was it? No. 
I don't know. He was a cutie and he wore his mask the whole time and he was great. Tom edited my sister's newlywed game video. Mm-hmm. We had Tom, the guy who edits this with um for the clips on Instagram. He's so good. He edited this video. We I sent my brother-in-law um questions to answer and to see if him and my sister had the same answers. And Tom edited it, edited it and made it really funny and my sister loved it. It was really fun. Um what else? That was it. It was just exhausting. Everyone, you know, it was a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Not a lot of low, not like lows, but just like, you know, mornings after and the come downs of the night where you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, we really packed out the trip. It was great. It was a great time. My first bachelorette party. Really? That was my first one. Yeah. Huh. So it was cool that it was my sister's. And her wedding's postponed now, so I don't know when I'm doing that, but. <sighs> I forgot we set up, um, we set up a room. So we did this thing where because we couldn't go out, we had to come up with activities to do in the house. And we did this one where, um, like two of each girls. Uh, so it was like me, my sister had a room. Um, Lindsay and Petra had a room. Danielle and Chriselle had a room. So there were three different rooms that we decorated. Oh, and Elizabeth had her own room. So we decorated these rooms. Uh, we had like groups or whatever. So me and my sister decorated uh, what we called the womb room. And so it was like pretty much like we gave my sister a tour of all these like phases of her life or like memories that we shared with her. And, um, and then each room had like a drinking game or activity in it or whatever. So me and my sister had the womb room. So we took one of the closets in the house because this was like a huge like place. Like the closet was giant and it perfectly had like a baby crib in it. So we were like, oh, this is great. And I got party streamers from Party City. These like red little streamies to hang on the walls to look like umbilical cords or placenta or whatever. And then on the wall, I just, I printed out from FedEx a bunch of, like, childhood photos of my sister. And so we hung it up on the walls. And then we had on the Bluetooth speaker, like, twinkle, twinkle, little star playing in the background. And then we, my sister made um, white Russians and she put them in little tiny baby bottles, like sippy baby bottles. And then we made jello shots as, like, uh, placenta shots. (laughs) And, um, and then when we were packing up to leave, I started taking the pictures off the closet wall and the tape was lift or the tape. Yeah. The tape was lifting the paint on the wall. I don't think that's my fault though. I think that's you (laughs) and not putting the money in to get proper paint for your walls. If Scott, if, if the see-through scotch tape that I used in elementary school is peeling the tape off your wall or peeling The the paint off your walls, like... That seems like a you problem, and I'm not reporting that. I don't think they're going to find out. And also, I feel like if you do find out, you got to go, yeah, I did buy the cheapest paint to paint these walls with. So hopefully we don't get charged for that. The other rooms we had, one was like a frat room from college. And so they had, there was this game. It was so cute. They had like those mini like red uh, shot cups that look like the red solo cups. And it spelt out frat. It's the small things, you know, that are so adorable. So it spelt out frat. And then in the cups, it was, uh, they filled up like some cups with White Claw, some cups with tequila, some cups with like, maybe that was it. And then there was like one or two cups in there that had water in them. And the game is guess, guess, guess which one has water i don't i don't know if there's like a funner tagline name for it but essentially that's what you're doing you just keep taking shots until you find which one has water and you just get super fucked up because but you didn't i did not partake no no i just watched was there a part of you since you're sober was there a part of you that was like i wonder if i can just drink this one we can be fine um yeah there was like initially the part of me that's like oh this could be fun but i just know that 
all it I think when sometimes when I drink like especially because it's my sisters and her friends and not like my friends like there's mm-hmm. part of me that would like want to party the way that I like to party and not like just be a part of their party and so I'd get like I would imagine that if I drank with them I would have been really in my head or been like am I going too far like am I trying to do too much mm-hmm. and so yeah of course there was like initially that part that's like you know there's my sister's bachelorette party like I want to be able to drink with her and like whatever but you know I've there was one time that I like partied with my sisters and it wasn't like that amazing so mm-hmm. I don't need to have that as like our bonding thing I think there's so many other things that me and my sister get to do that I enjoy mm-hmm. and especially like no shade to the sisters and her friends but like waking up not being like oh I feel so like oh because they all were not that they all were, but, like, just that feeling when you're, like, oh, I feel sick or, That's like... That's the main reason I don't really like to drink. Yeah, so it was nice. I mean, not that I woke up, like, singing a song and whistling, but, like, I just know that when I drink, I always wake up being, like, what the... What did I do? What did I say? I feel awful. I want to die. Like, right. I wouldn't be a productive or fun person to have on that trip if I was drinking. I mean, maybe, but... I don't know. It's just at this point to me, it's just like not worth it. Like Mm -hmm. my sister loves me so much for who I am. Like I don't need to like add anything on top of that to be like more fun. Right. And I think like just giving myself space to like, you know, take a nap or go in my room and like decompress if I need to. You know, I don't need to be around them 24 seven for the bachelorette party, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm glad that. I'm glad that that doesn't, like, affect me the way that it used to. Because I think when I first started, stopped drinking, there was part of me that was like, why, why am I doing this? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know, I don't, I don't need to be, like, sober all the time. But I think just now at this point, it's like, that's just what makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. At least for now, you know. Mm. I got two babysitting gigs this week. You're not still babysitting for that one baby, are you? No, my little baby doesn't need me anymore. But I still go to... So before COVID, I've been watching this girl since she was like 11 months. And now she turned two in January. So I had been watching her for a full year. And she's so precious and I love her so much. And she's just like so cute and funny. And like she loves me and I love her. And we make silly faces and... I just want, when I have a kid, I want them to be like her. And if they're not, like, it's just going to be hard for that kid. Um, But they don't need me because both of the parents are working from home now. So I'll still go over and hang out with all of them and stuff just so she remembers me because I don't want her to forget me. Like, I mean, it just purely out of narcissism. I'm like, (laughs) she should know me um, because I practically raised her. And... So they don't need me, but my friend, my friend Marguerite, who was on the pod at the, you know, we had her episode play at the beginning of the pandemic. She's kind of like my babysitting pimp. Like she'll find (laughs) families and then she'll be like, my friend Allie would be great. So then she just kind of sends me out and um, into these strange homes. But uh, yeah, I'm going to babysit this one little girl who's also super cute. Um... I'm going to babysit her tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll see how that goes. I always get, like, nervous initially watching a kid because you just, like, don't know. It, because I'm watching her from, like, 8.30 in the morning until, like, 5 p.m., which is a long time. That's a long time. Yeah, and the yeah. true me really comes out by the end, and the true <laughs> them really comes out by the end. So it's, like, it's scary because you're, like, I don't know if I'm going to have it in me to, like, be the fun exciting babysitter all day but you know whatever so i'm gonna do that for two days and then my other buddy hit me up with his friend who has two kids so i might be watching them which would be nice because i just like miss having something to do and i also like just love hanging out with the little kids Mm -hmm. unless they suck it's really hard to find kids that are like fun to watch some kids can just be so annoying, especially if their parents, like, are super lame and, like, make them... Some parents are just, like, too strict or 
like whatever and then their kids just like a ball of anxiety and i'm like you're not fun to play with like you're stressing me out there's some kids that are just fun you know mm-hmm. yeah i'm not afraid to tell them like i don't want to watch your kid anymore raise a cooler kid I choose the kids I babysit like my friends. I'm like, if I don't want to hang out with you, like, I'm not going to hang out with you. Is that what you would tell them, though? Raise Mm. your kid to be cooler? Yeah. Take them to the skate park. Speaking of, I ate shit today right before this. Not even doing anything cool. I was, like, going fast. And I was, like, turning to put my board in the trunk of my car. And, like, I was going way too fast. And, like, slid and just fell so hard on my ass and i rubbed my um the palms of my hand on the concrete and so they had that like weird hot burn on them like they still feel like weird oh and everyone saw me it's so embarrassing when you just take a tumble and everyone's watching especially when you think you're about to do something cool like i thought i was gonna do this like cool like fast spin to my trunk and then i straight up just fell on my ass so hard and then i had to like play it off like do 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 just pick up my board put it in the car and then leave get that break the worst get that is when head. your head snaps back like when you fall and you're just like your head snaps back Hmm, I don't think I've had a head snapper yet. No? No, I'm not really doing anything too crazy. Yeah, I pretty much just fall on my butt, um, and it's not too too crazy. I also don't need to be going every day. I was like, I got to go today because I was out all weekend at my sister's place. I'm like, I'm not training for the X Games. I don't need to do this. I can just do it when I want. It's too hot, too. But I am going tonight because my friend gets... My friend gets us into the um, Nike indoor skate park and... That's dope. Yeah, so we'll go there at night so it's not so hot. But I need to get a new board. My board is warped. I got a warped board. And so I need to get a new board. Um, This is really becoming like a thing for me, you know? Skating every day? Do you do it every day? Well, that's what I was just saying. Like... I try to, but I also don't need to. Like, I don't know why I'm trying to. I'm not training for the X Games. But it is, it's just nice to get out of the house because it can get so boring or, you know, just like stale. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's weird. Everyone's like, um, I feel like the quarantine is back on. People are concerned again about Corona. I mean, we definitely didn't do anything right the first time. There was no clarity on what should have happened and what protocols to take. Not saying that if there was, that people would have listened, but I think if there was more of like an understanding of what to expect and possible scenarios and the best way that they think to, you know, limit the increase of it, the spread, I think that would have been great, but they keep cock-teasing us. They're telling us just the tip and then they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, well, stop showing me your tip then. If you're not going to put it in me, then stop letting me have a little taste. I'm going to these restaurants. You're dining inside. Then all of a sudden you're outside and you're like, but I thought we were inside. And they're like, nope, you can only eat outside. And then they're like, just kidding. Restaurants closed. You're not allowed to eat anymore. And I'm like, but I thought you <laughs> liked me. Let me in. It's confusing. It's back and forth. No one. It's, it's just causing so much. I think people are just so over it at this point. Um, but some people aren't, I don't know. I honestly am like pretty lax about it, but at the same time, I think I'm being somewhat cautious. I was just saying like, you know, I go to the skate park and there's people around, but I'm not like having an orgy with them. We're all just, you know, skating out in the open. So I don't think that that's being irresponsible unless I was like kissing them hello and goodbye, you know, French style. There wasn't even anyone hot at the skate park today. (laughs) And then there was a girl. There was a girl who was going to the skate park. And I was like, hell yes. There's this chick. She's about to shred it up. And she had her socks. She had her stuff with her. And she sat on the bench getting ready, putting her socks on. All of a sudden, instead of shoes, she puts on rollerblades. I had to go. I thought she was going to be a cool skater girl. She was rollerblading. I can't, you know. That's not what I was 
hoping for. But anyway, I think I'm going to go. <gasps> I have merch. I finally, I finally have my shirt. I don't know how I'm going to sell them yet. I'm almost thinking I want to do it because this is my first run. I want to make it personal. So I might just do... It's also limited release, you know? I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll make any more of these. These are going to be the first and only of my merch. I'll make more, but not this design. This will be it. So it's kind of special, and I want it to be... I'm thinking maybe, like, Venmo, and I'll put out the price, and then uh, in the Venmo, I'll just have you send me, like, your address, and then I want to send it personally. Um... But it's so cute. I'm so excited to post about it. And then I believe this might be wrong and there will be more information. But I believe I'll be doing a show, an outdoor show in Arizona, September 5th. I'll give you more information when I have it. But that just came up and that might change. But as of now, I'm going to be in Arizona again. It's practically my second home at this point. I'm going to be in Arizona again September 5th for a show. So that will be fun. Um, but yeah, I'll wait to give you more information. But the merch thing, the shirts are so cute. I only have a limited amount of them. Once they're done, they're done. I want to make more merch. But this is just, this is kind of like, you know, a feeler. I'm putting the feelers out there. Do people want to buy? Are people into it? We'll see. I hope you guys like it. I like it a lot. I asked my dad if he would wear my merch. Once you see the shirt, you'll understand. But I asked my dad if he would wear the shirt that I got made. And he was like, absolutely not. And so <laughs> that's all I'm going to tell you. I think it's great. My dad will never wear one of these shirts. But maybe in the future, I'll get Larry Larry merch, a collab. Um so yeah, that's kind of new and exciting updates. I've been talking about the merch thing for what, like three or four months? And it's finally happening. For real. Like for real, for real. I'm picking the shirts up tomorrow or Wednesday. So, well, I'm babysitting. Fuck. Take the baby with me. Give her one. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I'm excited to talk to you next week. Am I doing anything crazy this week to look forward to? Maybe. My birthday's in a month. So mark your calendar, September 8th. Get me something. Send it to the comedy store's address. Start saving up, baby. What do I want for my birthday? I guess nothing. But if you think of something, I'm not going to stop you from getting me a gift. What am I going to do for my birthday? Not many options, huh? Don't you feel bad for me? You should send me something. It's going to be a lonely, sad birthday. Okay, I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Okay. Bye.